shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What is good, fam? Welcome to the Human Hope Podcast with your host, Carlos Enrique Wittiger Guzman Chibokabeo, or Lowe's for short. And on episode 26, I think this is 26. Is this episode 26? I hope it's episode 26. I've got my it's beautiful... It's on the 26th. <gasps> what? Is that really... <gasps> episode 26 is on coming out 26th? on the 26th? That is amazing. I actually have to look up and make sure that we are on episode 26, but... I'm just glad that, yeah, yeah, it is. It's episode 26. I'm glad that you guys are here hanging out with not only me, but with your favorite host of the Human Hope Podcast, my beautiful wife, Heather Barkun. Heather, say hi to the Human Hope listeners. Oh, why are you so quiet now? But you were so loud he, earlier. Because you made me insecure. She said, are you going to laugh that well, loud? Because when you laughed really loud when you were checking the mic, it, it peaked was, the mic. It was my real laugh. Oh, well. Gonna be a boring. Uh, <laughs> no, I need I need your energy. I need zero the volume. laughing. Um, well, babe, we are. Uh, I I made a decision to um, have people asking, calling questions, and ask on parenting because yeah, a couple days life. ago, let me tell you why. A couple days ago, uh, I was doing a like a I do Q and A when I travel. I was doing a Q and A. I can't remember where I went, and I was going to Indianapolis, and somebody asked about maybe about chores and my kids or something. And I said, oh yeah, we um, have three different zones. We have three kids, so we have three zones. We have the front zone, the back zone, and the and laundry. Oh, maybe it was laundry. No, it was just laundry. The question was just about laundry. They're like, do your kids do laundry? And I was like, yeah, actually they do all the laundry. Because they said, do- glory, glory, hallelujah. And they said, what? I said, yeah, they don't just do their laundry. They do everyone's laundry. How does that work? So I kind of explained it. But did you know that at the same time on your Pod, or not podcast on your Instagram account, you were doing a QA too. And you were talking about chores. Did you do that because I was doing it? No, I don't follow you. <laughs> I 
actually do follow you. And, um, but I really do like it when you do those answer things. I find them interesting on the airplanes. You find them interesting like to learn about me? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been married 21 years and you're still just no, learning. I like it when you do this. It's one you of do? my favorite things on your Instagram, <clears throat> unless you're documenting like our family like trip or something. Um. So, wow, I, I've actually never heard your opinion on my Instagram. So can we just go for another second? What, if that's your favorite thing, no. what's your, what's your no, least, no, what's no. your, oh, there goes the laugh. <laughs> Gotta turn it down. What's your least favorite thing that I do on my Instagram? I'm not going to tell you. Tell me that. It's no, okay. No, you know. I do? Yeah. Oh, my phone. Sorry. I know the least favorite thing Shh. that you do. Moving on. Oh, so wow. chores Guys, in our out. house. Just okay, kidding. so anyway, that, that was the thing. We were talking about laundry and then everyone's freaking out. Like I had I had given all sorts of incredible information about life and myself. <laughs> and the one thing I kept getting is like, well, okay, so wait a second. How old were your kids when they started doing laundry? And I was like, no, I'm talking about the death penalty over here. And they're like, no, 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 but can we talk about the chores for your kids? So I was like, wow, you know what? Actually, listen, our kids aren't perfect. Can I get are, all the, are all the single or older people that don't have kids at home anymore going to tune out or is there a reason? I, I don't think so. Them? I think there's a reason. I think everyone, anyone can learn about this. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they'll, they'll tune out, but maybe we'll have something extra special oh, in the middle. That's what we're going to do. We just listen <laughs> for people that don't have kids. We've got a little extra treat for you in the middle. Are you figuring out what that's going to be? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so we're going to talk about kind of what, how we, and what we do, um, as we parent kids, if you don't have kids, send this to somebody that does. I like that sure. idea too. You know, that that's a good idea. And actually I feel like this, some of this is just running a household. Like, yeah. like, like, you know, it could be in your dorm. It could be, yep. Uh, absolutely. You know, just friends, if you have roommates, roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we have pulled everyone in. Pull everyone feels in. like they're a part of it now. And so what we're going to do now that we are four minutes and 17 seconds into this <laughs> is we're, I'm just going to open up my Instagram right now. Hey, do we want to start with? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, are we going to explain what zones are? No, 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 no. We're not even okay. getting there yet. Sorry. But let's not. Sorry, oh, actually, folks. let's do that. Oh, wow. Can you tell we are all over yeah. the place? Well, I'm just trying to figure out because like, like, will that oh, yes. cancel out some okay. questions? Okay, get to your questions. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just going to go. Okay. Drum roll, please. This comes from Christina Lamarca. Oh, she went to Barley Elementary School with me. Wow. Christina asks. Wait, so Halo wrote one? <laughs> yes, so Halo wrote one too. Uh, first, Christina's question. Christina says, do you pay your kids to do chores? Heather? Oh, uh, it's a tricky question. No, because they live in my house. So they are responsible to do what it takes to keep the house running. Right. right. However, they run this joint. We do give them an allowance starting at the age of 13. And what that looks like is we give them certain, um, we give them their age. A week in 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 money in money in dineros um, no dollars. So when they turn thirteen, they get thirteen dollars a week, and it sounds like I mean at the time actually when we started to do it with Sohela, I was like, how the heck are we going to budget thirteen dollars a week <laughs> for Sohela? Ain't no lie, like but how are we going to do that? The way what we kind of shifted our money with is that then allowed her or gave her the responsibility with her finances for all toiletries. Yep. Um, all extracurricular activities, like if she wanted to go to the movies or go to Sonic after school with some friends, 
that spending money. Yep. Um, and it actually also caused um, was for her to buy her own clothes. That was a game changer. Yes, because I was tired of going, oh, this is cute. Do you like this? And she said, yeah, I like it. And then it sat in our closet. And she'd never wear it. No. And so this really began to allow them to understand um, just saving money, not save, you know, spending it all. It, you know, I, I had hoped for it to be a little more uh, educational than anything else. So we began that process and here we are with Losaya. Um, And here's the funny part. So it's like a job to where if you don't log in your hours, if you don't transfer the money on a Monday or Tuesday, they have two days to transfer the money. So wait, what is it? What do you mean? What does that mean? So that means on Monday or Tuesday, they would come to me and say, mom, I want to transfer my money. Uh-huh. And I would then either log them into the bank account or I would do it, whatever See, the I'm day looked learning. like. I'm just learning about this right now. <laughs> and we would transfer the money. Now they only had two days that they could do it. If they forgot, it was too late. Also, so you're saying that they wouldn't get their $13 no, if they came to you on because Wednesday. this was their job. This was their job was to remind me to transfer the money. And if they didn't, then they lost it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Losiah, now that he has a job at Chick-fil-A, he never asks for his money. He's like, I'm good. I got my own money. Seriously, but he yeah, doesn't understand. Sayana he too. Get- Sayana could get an extra, I mean, $17 a week. And yeah. she, they're not, they're not doing it. That is so, insane. Isn't that funny? Like, they just make money now. And so how much money do they make to where they don't, don't need $17 I a week? I need $17 I know. A week. Wow. So all that to say is it was, it was more effective when they were younger, when they didn't have any other means, um, yeah. money coming in, but they still buy their own clothes. They still buy their own toiletries. Absolutely. Um, and they're responsible for all that. Now that also has, you know, Sianna has her own little, um, online shop that she sells her clothes uh-huh. to then buy other clothes. So I guess she's kind of supplemented our allowance to other right. things. Now, now Losiah, it's so funny because just the other day he was, he's our 15 year old. He was talking about like just some friends that, you know, don't have jobs. <laughs> he's 15. He's been, I mean, he's been working for, I don't know, six months. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just, they just don't know the value of money. <laughs> and I started dying laughing. He's like, you know, like they don't, they, they, their parents just buy them everything. I have to buy my own clothes. I have to buy my own. And I was like, well, your parents could afford to buy. I was like, are you telling your parents, your, your friends that your parents can't afford to buy you shoes? <laughs> uh, he's like, no, 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 no. But the truth is like he, you know, everything he buys, like his sneakers, he is so careful with. Well, for example, today, um, we he broke his computer because he slammed it. And so he's responsible, his school computer. He's responsible. Now, hold on, like out of rage slammed it? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't there. He just mm. said that he slammed it shut. That's another show. <laughs> and um, it broke the screen. And so we bought him that. I mean, it was a cheap computer, a couple hundred dollars just to do his schoolwork on. And he asked... Um, or today, uh, our middle daughter's boyfriend works at Best Buy. So he was calling saying, hey, this is the computer that we ordered you. However, there's some glitch in it and they um, recalled it. So it, we don't have it. Now, there's a smaller version that's cheaper or there's a little bit more of an upgrade. Does he want that one? So I asked him, I'm like, hey, dude, like, do you want this smaller one that's this price? Yeah. Or do you want the bigger one? And he was like, I think I'll go for the nicer one. Oh, wow. Look at him. <laughs> but he has to pay for it. So He's I'm like, buying All right, his own computer. His He's 15. Yeah. And I love it. And so 
again, this this is less about allowance because mm-hmm. it's not allowance and more about them learning the value of money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good, it's the I'm you know, I, I remember I did not grow up with a lot of money. I had zero allowance and I babysat. So I did not have a lot of money growing up. I didn't have any, you know, in, any money coming from my parents. And so when we'd go out in high school, I'd literally sit or maybe I order a basket of fries, you yeah. know, if when we go to Rob, Red Robin or, you know, it just was a, I did, I just sat there and there was part of like, I wish I could order the big hamburger and french fries that everyone had sure. at the table. But it also taught me like, I actually can still participate and be with my friends without having to spend $20. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. There is a little bit of, for you, again, as we grew up, we're, as we co-parent, can we call it co-parent? <laughs> as we parent together. As we parent together. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'm not speaking co-parenting over us, but as like, I grew up with a little different mindset. You grew up with a little bit more of a scarcity mindset than I did. Yeah. You know? And so I think that, that it is important to like, I just got an allowance for being their you? kid for just kind of being me. And I was like, I was like, Oh, that, well, that's what we're going to do. But you also when, got a credit card that you just used. But I got that myself when I turned 18. They didn't give me a credit card. Like I applied for it. When, do they still do that? Like send 18 year olds in college yeah, credit card can. applications. Sure. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. And I filled it out and I was like, oh, wow, I got 600 bucks or maybe it was like 400 bucks that I could just use. This is awesome. I went a lot of pizza. Um, okay. So there's the first, thanks, Christina. That kind of leads into, uh, the, the chores conversation. So, so, I mean, we, we could, I mean, Callie says, do they get paid for chores and, or, um, an allowance dependent upon the chores? Let's, okay. So I think originally that was the goal. Like the goal was to get your zones done, which is what we call our chore daily chores, um, and certain things, but it, that just didn't work out with our family. Like that checklist of having to monitor that every, every week or whatever. It just wasn't. Yeah. So, so let, let's dive into what chores look like in our home. Sure. So we got this idea actually from, a family in maybe Arizona, I think they are. Um, but they do what they call zones and the house is broken up into different sections. Each house that we've done this in three different houses and we kind of just divide it up. So in our home that we live in now, it's the living room and, f- and kitchen that is one kind of unit zone. Um, yep. The bathrooms and the bedrooms so are the another the hallway. Yep, that's another unit zone. Zone. Um, Why do you keep calling them units? I don't know. I was just that's weird. Sorry, okay. another zone. Yep. And then the basement um, is a zone, but because people aren't in the basement we don't often, live down here. no, um, it's not as actively getting dirty as the other places. So we've added the laundry. Yep to the basement zone. So whoever is in the zone of the basement actually has to do the laundry um, for the week. So Carlos and I don't do laundry. Carlos and I also don't make our beds because that is a beautiful, it's in in our back zone. Yes. I'm a little worried um, in here four or five years when everyone moves out that we're going to have to start making our own bed. And doing our own laundry. (laughs) We've lived a wonderful, (laughs) um, really, you know, I mean, and we started this, because I didn't get see this idea from this other family until they were probably eight, nine, and ten, or like somewhere around there. Well, because that's um, that's a question: is at what age do you? Yeah, but do you my have your kids, kids do were chores? doing chores literally as soon as they could pick something up. As yeah. soon, you know, as as two year olds, they're 
um, putting silverware away. They're doing dishes. They're, you know, they're picking up their room. I remember I really was a mom of my word. So if I threatened them by Ooh. saying, um, so Hala, if I don't, if this room is not picked up, if all these toys are not picked up, they're going to the Goodwill. And sure enough, twice, I remember going, oh, why did I say that? Because it was so hard on me to watch. I took a bag in and she's my emotional one and she is flailing, throwing a fit. Why? Ah! Because she didn't. Oh, no, because she did not do it. No, she's still the messiest person (laughs) in the house. And we, um, I just went in. And of course, if there was something that was sentimental or something that was like more expensive, I kind of would like pull it out of the bag and bring it out (laughs) later. But like for the most part, it was an awesome yeah, time to like well declutter declutter and I'm keeping my word and I think that's just most important in life is when you say something to follow through with it yeah no absolutely um and and I mean listen I'm asking Heather these questions because <laughs> because let's be honest like like she did a lot of a lot more of this than me um and I I was on the road I was traveling and I'll be honest, if, even if I wasn't on the road like I I just could you imagine if I wasn't around and you and Sohila oh. ran this house? Oh my If gosh. Sienna wasn't here, we actually talk about that all the time. You guys would be. It would. It, <laughs> it would. It would be a disaster. Um, it would be a disaster. So okay, so you're saying the kids' chores when they were, you know, like tiny, like yeah, absolutely. But what about people that? Well, I did oh, get. No. I did. I kids did, are capable. Hold on, listen, listen. No. I did get uh-uh. this from somebody. Is well, I'm trying to balance letting my kids have the best childhood, the most fun childhood oh, yeah. and, and, or whether or not I should really get them to do a lot of chores. And I'm like, well, I think that they could do both. Absolutely. And I think that you're growing them up to be like participating members of society by learning to pick up after themselves and learning like to identify what a need is and to take initiative. That's huge. Like to see something and then to take initiative, like that is beautiful. Who wants to have a friend, a family member that just simply takes? No, nobody does. Nobody does. And and you all know that family member at Thanksgiving or whatever that just sits there and and eats and then lets somebody else pick their food up. Yeah. No. Um, This is a great one from Shauna Whitaker. Two T's Whitaker, by the way. Um, Shauna, We'll return your air conditioning units as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, how to cultivate, quote, no complaining, end quote, in the beginning days of little ones doing chores. I mean, is it even possible? Well, I was going to say how to cultivate teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're still complain. complaining. They're, they're 19, <laughs> uh, uh, 17, and 15, and they're mm, still complaining. Well, I think, obviously, my life has matured uh, than since I had littles. And I would do little land totally different than I did, even though I did the best that I could. I would 100%, like, words are so valuable. So learning to just encourage life-giving words, even if it is in a, gosh, I really want to be playing now. I don't want to do this, to... I look forward to getting to play after I do this. Mm. So just kind of helping them like switch it just a little bit. Like, I don't want to do this. Well, what do you want to do? I want to watch TV. Awesome. I'm so excited to be able to watch TV after I get this done. You know, just a little switch like that can, I think, be a big help to 
littles yeah. and teenagers and teenagers because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't end i mean they're i mean i still know. complain when i have to go do yard work well it's funny because because <laughs> that's something that that i'll say to them all the time it's like hey i don't want to i know that's so I, funny i, I don't, don't want to do school well i don't want to have yeah. to go and pay the bills but yeah. and i don't want to have to go mow the grass right now yeah but i'm I, i'm going to or else we're going to be the, those neighbors yeah so yeah no that's good um hey there I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh Okay, I don't want to get too old yet in there. Um, but how about this? Um, sorry, um, this is like live on the fly. Um, oh, okay, what about, what did you wish you knew when you were brand new parents? Ooh, I'm going to have to think on that one. I'm, Let me I'll, think. I'll jump in. Yes, please. I wish <clears throat> that I knew the truth, and this was even pre-social, well, this is pre-social media when we had our kids. So, but I still don't think I knew how hard it was going to be to have a baby. Like, like, I don't think I knew. Number one was the hardest adjustment for yes, us. Yes, absolutely. From zero baby to mm-hmm. one baby was hard, was way harder than we one baby to two baby. we were only married a year and a half. Yeah. Or it would, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, So I, 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 I definitely don't think I, I, I knew how hard it was going to be, but that's just me. This is me. This is, I'm a dude. I'm like, I'm not thinking about babies. You know, um, I don't think you were surprised by how hard it was. Oh, gosh. I was surprised at, yeah, a lot of things. I've, I'm i not answering this question, but this sure. is what I, if I could do one thing differently, I would live, I would go and live on some land. I would, mm. I would get out of suburbia um, at whatever cost it took. Let's go. That's what I would do. Why would you differently? Um, Because of the fact of understanding now what social media or internet, TV, all those things kind of does. I just think that they're capable and the lessons that they can learn by riding a horse, the lessons that they could learn by feeding the chickens, the lessons that they can learn by going exploring and building forts and just all the things that nature gives just the rhythms of the year outside like it's just beautiful and there's just nothing better than that and as much as you can go on vacation as much as you can go exploring there's nothing like walking out your front door right and and having it right there Mm -hmm. that's good uh heather this is another great question for you how to prevent burnout as a stay-at-home mom Mm. I, I like don't know how to answer that because I've I've never wanted to not stay at home. Mm. So that you know, I'm I've never been this person who has an identity in anything other than wanting to be at home as a mom. So I it, there wasn't a burnout because it was like, no, this is what I want. Okay, so what about when it was like you're exhausted? Like Oh gosh, there's tons of days where it's awful. Even just the other day I was Rome, I went to the bathroom and in the three seconds I was in the bathroom, Rome pooped <laughs> in our bedroom. Okay. He has not ever Rome done this. Rome is our dog. Our dog. <laughs> Puppy, let's also say. Not our 15 year old. 
and he pooped and I walked in and it was kind of dim. It was like desk. So like the lights weren't on fully. And so I didn't see anything. And I turned and I'm like, that's a funny smell. What's that smell? But it didn't smell like poop yet. And then all of a sudden I stepped in it and I was like, oh my gosh, I go and shower, I rinse it off. I go and I pick it up. Then I'm walking back with like, I go get some boiling water to kind of get it out of the rug. And I step in something else. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Three times because I didn't see it. Cause he like pooped. Yes. And he like pooped in like, as he was walking, I guess, I don't know. It was all over. And so I was so mad pouring this water and this, you know, like spray on the carpet and going, I'm the only one that would do this. Like everyone else would not go this thorough and cleaning it. And I was just like, I'm a mom right now. And I was so annoyed at it because all I wanted to do was crawl in bed. (laughs) That's nasty. That's not burnout, but Uh, that's just those moments of like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, And, and I still have those moments of like, even right now we're in a parenting situation that I'm like, I'm done. It's your turn. Yeah. And I, I stepped in. Yeah. And so, you know, you do have to go back and forth. How, how, tell me this. How would, how do we, I did see this somewhere handle when we have a, excuse me, difference of opinion Mm. on how to handle a parenting situation. Cause that happens. Yeah. I think we, we are very, like you said earlier, we come from very different backgrounds, very different. Um, probably, um, I actually think that we're, very different in yeah. a lot of our things, which is really? partly why we, we work. Yeah. Um, a lot of our, a lot of things were just very, very different. And so that's not a shock when our parenting is different either. Right. Um, but, but we're a good team in that because when I come hard, you come in with the, let's unpack this. Or when you come hard, I'm like, no, you know, like, I just think that we're a good we equalize each other. Yeah, we do. But when we do disagree on something parent-wise, you know, I, I think we, we just talk about it. Like, Yeah. I, we, I can't. I mean, other than the Noah thing with Sayana, there's not, which we talked, we talked about this earlier. Oh, we did? On, on a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. About. Make sure um, you keep talking like straight. To sorry. The, there we go. Oh, um, it sounds so much. Oh, it sounds sorry, so much better guys. already. Um, when we, our middle daughter started to date her boyfriend a year ago, um, we had a difference in opinion on some things and, Mm. um, and we, we had to hash it out and then we, you know, and ended up fine resolving itself. No, it did. It did. And we hashed it out. And I was, I I don't, I've never been an arguer. I've never been somebody that like stands up for whatever. And this was one that I was a little bit more passionate about. Yeah. Uh, which was weird, I think, for yeah. both of us. Like, wait, <laughs> it was weird. How wait, do we do what? this? Like, like, how do we how do we handle this? Okay, so let's hop to teenage land for a minute, and then we can hop back to little land later. Someone, <laughs> someone asks, um, talking about sex and all the things around all it. All the things, yeah. Let I mean, me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. We talk about. I mean, we've always just talked about sex. We've always, you know, when our kids were younger, we'd be like, "Mommy and Daddy are going to go have special time." Like. <laughs> They just, it just has always been that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to insert a special time sound right now. Okay. Go. Okay. So um, now like as they, you know, we, we just talk about it or we ask them about it. We, you know, we say things that maybe other parents don't say. We just, it's just all about communication. We take them out to dinner. We take them on walks. No, quarterly probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
we so far don't have any reason to um, not trust them. Yeah. And yeah, that, I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just teaching our kids how to be honest, even when something is uncomfortable, even when something, you know, like the other day, one of our kids just straight up lie, not, no, did not lie, like came in and was doing something that they were not supposed to be doing. Like they had one, one thing that they were supposed to be doing. And I walked in and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm doing this. And I'm like, Oh, at least they told you the truth. Yeah, that's not what I asked you to do. And so it was so like I they honestly didn't get in trouble like they would have gotten in trouble had had they lied. lied. Yeah. Yeah. So the same thing with sex and all that. Like, it's just you got to get over it. Like it's you know, it's great and it's fun and it's for a a season and a time that, you know, we want to foster our kids in those right directions. Yeah. And um, yeah. No, it's it's good. And, And I also feel like especially as they're dating now, um, we, we bring their boyfriends into the conversation. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, like, absolutely. so I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, so Hale and her boyfriend were only dating a few weeks maybe. Yeah. And we took them both around the block and we, mm-hmm. we literally said, Hey, so let's have a conversation about how we're going to keep you guys from having sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about, it. and I think he was actually so grateful that we we talked about it because yeah. he knows we're thinking about it. She knows we're thinking about it. We're constantly trying to be like, we want the best for you guys. And so, um, yeah, you just have to be blatantly upfront. Yeah. You know, don't be nervous about it. No, not at all. And I think um, even, even on the other side, like I, you know, like I think we come from a culture and a belief system that we believe that sex is for marriage. And so we we think that that's the best Yep. Um, possible intimacy that you could ever have. And so to, sh- to share that with your spouse. And so we're trying to usher our kids into that same um, belief and yeah. relationship. And so with that, though, it's also, um, you know, I remember telling them early on, like, if you guys get to the place where you guys are having sex, please use protection because yep. I'd much rather deal with the consequences and the relationship issues of having multiple partners um, when you finally do get married versus a baby when you a don't, baby. If, you, if you're not wanting. <laughs> yeah. When you're not wanting it. And yeah. so, um, you know, obviously I'd be thrilled to have a baby in the mix, hey. um, but just in the right time. Right. And yeah. so um, with that said, that's, you know, like we, we say things like that where I think some people in our culture would rather just say, no, 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 don't have sex. Don't, don't have sex. Um, when, you know, it could happen. And so we just want to make sure that they are also thinking, um, about what could happen. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I mean, we do, we literally say that if you're going to have sex, please use protection. Now we don't go buy them condoms. Have you bought them a condom? No. Okay, I don't know. It's funny though because we think I, I'm just thinking I about your parents. Thinking, oh my gosh! And I'm, yep. I'm sure they had like a whole my so accordion. The funniest them. part is like here I'm thinking, oh my, an accordion. <laughs> God. I'm thinking, um, you know, our kids are oh my gosh, they're totally making out or whatever. And then I talked to them and they're like, oh, gross, mom, no, like so we're we're just in different seasons. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, this is actually interesting. I think we, we may answer this a little question a little differently, but 
Tell us what books, speakers, etc., influenced your parenting. This is what I would say. I, I, there was no books that influenced my parenting. No. It's all been friends. Yeah. I, it's all been people that, that, that ever even. I really like this book by Danny Silk. Oh, so um, now, you're, now you're. But this was recently yeah. that I really liked it. Um, what was it called? Let me look it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. So I would say something that influenced my parenting was like the Berkstroms. Oh, gosh. We've, we've got yeah. some friends who, Blake and Allie Berkstrom who have four beautiful daughters and they were just a little bit ahead of us with their oldest. And, um, and we would, we would constantly say, well, the Berkstrom's, well, the mm-hmm. Berkstrom, that was a normal thing in like, yeah, I like the way the Berkstrom's of, did this. A lot of friends that it's honestly like, wow, look at, look at this. The thing is, is it's not the families that are in the same season as you. It's right. the ones who have, past your season, yes. that's when you can look to them for advice. So like, Absolutely. You, I'm not going to write a parenting book because I'm not done parenting. And and technically you'll never be done parenting, but you know what I mean? Like I still have kids in my house. Yeah. So like, there's not going to be this, like, I know it all book because we're still in it. You know, like talk to a grandparent if you honestly want to know how to successfully have a right. kid. <laughs> um, but it is so great to befriend some people who have kids just a season or two ahead of yours because you get to learn, you get to see what they've done. You get to see what they've done and failed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And also I think I need you think you guys need to know that like, as of this recording right now, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, you could be listening to this podcast in, in 2079 and I could be hundred years old. But as of today, our kids are 19, 17 and 15. Mm-hmm. And one is a sophomore in college. One's a senior in high school and one's a freshman in high school. And they all currently still live in our house. So yep. even our sophomore in college still has to do her zone. Yes, she yep. she has more freedom. Yes, she's out later. Yes, she I mean she really has all the freedom to be honest with you. They all do. Um they really they they really do, but she has it's a mosquito, sorry. Oh, um, you're looking behind me. Sorry, she just looked behind me. But she still has to do her zone. And yeah. she's still even last night. She was like, I was like, hey, it's your night to do the dishes because they also have set nights to do the dishes. She goes, but I wasn't home for dinner. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You still have to do the dishes. Yeah. It's your night. And so, of course, she's dreaming like, okay, how can I stop doing my zone? Moving out. Mm-hmm. But but we also say, hey, listen, you are living rent-free here. And you're going to have to do your zone in your house too. <laughs> That's, which is why if you're, if you're single and you're listening to this, divvy up some zones to your roommates. Okay, I like this book. It's called Loving Our Kids on Purpose. And I really liked it because he just gave practical ways to allow your kids to have um, uh, a say Mm. in the parenting, in the, like, you know, the the choices that they make, giving them the weight in what they, you know, like we're we're having a situation right now with one of our kids that we're, we're telling them, like, this is your choice. Like, if this happens, it's because you chose yeah. it. Yeah. Not because it's a punishment. Your actions have chosen it. Yeah. So. And, and, and they know before, the, before they've made their action happen, uh-huh. they know, okay, I have versions of actions. I can do this action or this action. And both of them, I am now choosing the results of those actions. Yeah. So, no, that's good. Um, okay, how do you, let's see. I mean, gosh, all these people, a lot of people are asking about homeschool. Let's just jump in there. Um, people, and I know you you, you don't necessarily love that conversation um, because we don't consider ourselves, I guess, like a super functional homeschool family as far as like excuse me i graduated a child from 
No, I'll congratulate you on that. I'm just saying and that she's in college. That everyone's asking, like, what is your curriculum that you use? What yeah, is your sorry, and you're and, not gonna get. and so that's so go I ahead and actually, talk to that. Speak so to that. on my, I was gonna say website on my Instagram, I did do a, um, what's it called? Like uh, a question, yeah, Q and A. So, uh, story on uh, a Q&A story highlight. on ha, uh, it's yeah, a highlight. A highlight. There yes. we go. We got the word um, on homeschool and some of the curriculum and just kind of how we did things. So that's up there. However, um, we honestly did homeschool just because the typical nine to five of regular school or seven to three, whatever, uh, didn't fit our lifestyle. So it wasn't because we were against schooling. I actually love the idea of putting my kid in a school and not being responsible. That <laughs> totally. sounds really lovely right now. Um, however, um, yeah, it just wasn't how it worked. And each of our kids learn very differently. Each of our kids are in different places. We have a, um, sophomore in college. We have a, um, also sophomore in college. However, she's still in high school. So she's doing full-time dual enrollment. So when she graduates from high school this spring, she will be in the same grade as her sister in college, who's two years older than her. Um, and then we have Lasaya who just started ninth grade. So, so here we, you're not teaching the dual so enrollment the, no, person. No, I'm not. Everyone's just fully online doing online stuff. That uh, That's not me. So okay. I, I really have n- no, hands in homeschool now that they're in high school like I I don't want to have my hands on it and I don't want to like I need a program where they are at home but where I'm not teaching them did you talk about did I miss it did you talk about elementary school elementary school like like the curriculum I mean I think elementary school honestly like teach them to love to learn teach them Mm. I mean obviously they need to learn to read and that is an abundance. That's one thing I would do more is uh, when they were younger, young, younger, um, I would have read to them more than I did. It just was not something on my radar. I know so many families Mm. do it so well, but it wasn't on my radar as much. So I would do that. I would, um, you know, obviously they need to learn math and they need to learn how to write, but all those other things, science and history, like let, instead of having that be like a curriculum, like give them, that's why I wanted them to be on a farm. Like go explore, go learn about the weather cycles outside, Go, you know, like go yeah. learn about the dolphins as we are on a boat in Hawaii, you know, or whatever it is, even if you don't get to go to Hawaii, like you still can go and explore and learn science and history outside yeah. of the book. Yeah. Tell us about a, a time when someone's asking um, how do we handle if we want to homeschool our kids and they're fine with it in elementary school and then suddenly they want to go to public school? Oh my gosh. Remember that time yes. Sayana was bawling. I just want to go to public school. Yes, I remember. I want a prom and I want all this. And yeah. in it, honestly, like it came down to the fact, baby, like I know that you do and I hear you. And I am so sorry mm. that the way mommy and daddy are choosing to raise our family doesn't fit into what you want. However, the good news is that you're only with mommy and daddy for 18 years. And so after that time, you can do whatever you want. However you want to raise your own family, you can do it. But for us, it did not fit our lifestyle to have our kids in school Monday through Friday, seven to three, all that homework, all that 
structure was just not the way we lived life. And so, you know, it was hard. Now, I, now she tells us, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I wish I'm so glad that I didn't go to school. I would have hated that, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at that time she was she was begging. She was be- and it was hard. I mean, mm-hmm. that that was a. But was- honestly, that's the part for like us. I would say, like, honestly, pray about it. Like, what what yeah. is your heart saying yeah, about cause, it? Cause because that's not that, the only decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of factors within that. Because we prayed. We got on our knees. We're asking Holy Spirit. We're like, we're praying like, Lord, what what is, she really wants this. Really? And mm-hmm. we started looking. Like, we, we yeah. did. We, we began to look, okay, what can we do to give her more of what she wants? So it's not like we were just like, sorry, talk to the hand because I ain't listening. Um, but. And honestly, what is it that they're wanting? You know, mm-hmm. like, why is it? Is it that it's they want more community? Is it that they, you know, fantasize about what prom they and football games? Yeah, yeah. Is it that? Is it, what is it that they're actually asking for? Yeah, yeah. And we're both, we're both public school kids. We are. Like, I love public I, school. When we had our kids in public school yeah. before we realized it, that it wasn't working. It wasn't working for our family and just as much as we travel. Um, I mean, even now, you know, I think, my 15-year-old, Losiah, all his friends are in school. Not a lot of, I don't think any of them are really homeschooled. And he he loves, he's like, I can't wait to travel. Like, I want to try. You know, he loves all the things about it. So, so good. Um, let me do a little. Are all the singles bored? Or people that, that don't, aren't yes. raising kids currently Sorry. in their home. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, babe. You, I was on a roll here, so you're going to have to giddy up this wagon. Um. Okay. So once upon a time, yeah, there was a boy and a girl. Okay, and they climbed a mountain. Okay, and the boy got um. Where are you going with this? Really, what's it called when you go up in the altitude sickness? Yep, and he had the worst headache, and the girl was fine, and because she loves the mountain climb. Okay, and then um, and then we ate, or they ate on top of this mountain. It was a really high mountain. And what she didn't know is that when you eat at a really high level, like Uh 14,000 feet. Feet. (laughs) Whoa. Everyone's going to hear your wheeze right now. (laughs) Um, That the oxygen that you have in your body begins to... Like digest you is used to digest your food. So hold on, and so what then you get a really bad headache, and then on the way down they had to walk, and it hurt her head, the girl's head so bad. The end. What was that? Story time with Heather. Oh. I that- wanted to entertain the people that were bored. Oh. from the parenting. Oh, no one's bored from the parenting. Oh, okay. I would love to hear this. I would love to know why. Like what. If I didn't have kids, like what are Carlos and Heather? I would listen to it. Okay, well, Heather is very <laughs> concerned for those of you that that are listening to this that aren't currently raising children. Um, again, I apologize that we're doing a parenting. A parenting. I was really thinking that you were going somewhere with that. Like I was thinking, Uh-oh. it was my story when we climbed Mount Whitney. Remember? <laughs> yes, we Heather and I climbed Mount Whitney, and she got a headache. End of the story. <laughs> um, okay, so what I want to do now, really quickly and talk about our show partner. This is a partner. It's not a sponsor. I feel like a show sponsor, which is fine. It's like sleep mattress. Okay. That, that, that'd be great. Sleep mattress. Hit me up. Human hope. If, if you want, if you want me to, you know, talk about your mattresses, but this is actually a partner. Why? What's the difference? Well, partners, 
Um, yes, they help uh, provide ways for the podcast to continue to grow, but also I partner with them because I want you guys to be a part of what they're doing. And AIM, which is Agape International Missions, actually does that. The, the horrible reality that they face every day is that there's young children being sold for sex right now. Literally right now. It's overwhelming. It's horrific. Uh, and honestly, as a dad, it makes me nauseous. But there's hope. There's hope because there's us, the human hope family. And we get to join with Agape International Missions uh, together. Now, if you guys want to go out to episode, back to episode 13, you can hear more about their work from their founders. But basically, AIM's work provides the reality that they can stop trafficking. They literally rescue girls from brothels with their SWAT team. They work with local police. This is all proven and they provide counseling, education, meals, safe housing for all that are rescued. Guys, they're the real deal and so many lives have been changed by their work. So what I want you to do is join with me, join what's called The Village, okay? The Village is AIMS community of monthly donors that make this life-changing work of rescuing girls from sex trafficking possible. You guys can join in that fight if you join with me. All you've got to do every single month, it, well, you just do it once, but then every month you're a part of this, Go to aimfree, A-I-M-F-R-E-E dot org slash Carlos, and you will sign up for The Village. So I think maybe you can give up a, you know, I don't know, venti skinny hazelnut latte every month, and you can trade, or maybe trade a dinner a month. However it is you want to show up, the important thing is that we all show up together. So I believe rescue can happen. So please um, partner with me at aimfree.org slash Carlos right now. All right, let's do it. Okay, back to the professional parent, my wife, after her wonderful story of hiking Mount Whitney and getting a headache for all of the people out there that aren't currently raising children. I, I hurt her you, feelings. You said you were going to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, okay, <laughs> truth be told, I did, I did. I cut out the part when I edit it right now saying... Can, can we cut that part out of the podcast? And I think that hurt Heather's feelings. Yeah, I was trying to have story time. Okay, so I'm leaving Heather's story in, <laughs> in the... I've, I've left. No, I you've heard don't it. Care. I I know, but it's too late. Now, now this is actually part of the show now. <sighs> so they've left it. We're going to continue on with a few more questions. Couple more? A uh, couple I'm more. I'm getting tired. Okay, babe. No, I mean, this. it's just because it's late at night and yeah. I like to go to bed early. Yeah, no. Um, let's go here. This is a good one. How do you talk to Losai about his adoption story and oh. answer his questions about it? It's a great question. That is a great, great, great question. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, we don't have any, I know you guys are going to be shocked by this, but any system, system. or strategy. <laughs> um, but we, it's just kind of open, you know, uh, we allow him to kind of talk about it when he wants to. He... We, he knows that when he's 18, that his file file is opened. That doesn't necessarily mean that his family will want us to know the information. They have to then open also yeah. their side. But, um, but we have that chance to find that out. And so with that, he talks about going to Korea. Uh, he talks about, you know, there's different things. When we went to China, was it two years ago? Yep. He was over it was, the moon. It was insane. Because, and it was interesting because at that time he'd be like, now you guys know how I feel. Like, mm -hmm. because everyone, 
looks look, like me, yeah. you know? And like, we, that, those are, those aren't words that we've ever said or that he's ever talked about here, but putting him in that situation is, showed us, showed us, oh, wow. He really does yeah. feel that, you know? And, um, yeah. So, I mean, we, Carlos has, you know, before vlogging was a thing, he vlogged and some of the videos are super long, but they, you know, we have his story of us going over to Korea and picking him up. And so he sees those or he's able to, and just different things. Like when we talk about height, that's like, Oh, your birth dad, or, you know, just, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of comes up. It's not like we don't have anything that's a, we don't celebrate his gotcha day. We don't, you know, sometimes right. it's Thanksgiving for us. Like that's when we got him. So we always kind of acknowledge it, but we, it's and not we'll like this video, big, maybe. sure, but it's not this big thing. He's part of our family, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he is. And, and you know, like, like I, I actually talk to him a lot about it when we're driving to Chick-fil-A or things like that. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll bring it up and, um, and he likes to talk about it. Yeah. And so, you know, as you've he, always been a little bit more able to talk to him, I think, yeah. you know, than I have. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, so yeah, no, good question. Um, what someone's asking about, they have a senior who doesn't know what they want to do and they're about to graduate. Uh, but do they kick them out? What do they do? Like what, 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 what have we done? <laughs> well, I have a very strong, um, rule that they get a year free after high school and then after they are more than welcome to stay if they are in full-time college they can stay until they graduate from college uh, whenever that is for free if not then they have to pay rent for sure now our kids also already pay for their insurance they pay for their phone so they're already paying bills um so they it would just be added to that um yeah yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's it. Because our kids are in college, it's not, we didn't have to implement right. that at all, but. Right. right. Hot topic, hot topic coming in. Hot topic. What are your thoughts on spanking? Ooh. All of my Christian <sighs> friends do it and we don't. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we've got thoughts like, we're not going to tell you to do it or no. not. Yeah. We like. And honestly, we've done ready both. for this. Yeah. We've done, you gave the punchline. Sorry, sorry. It was kind of like uh, your story. I didn't yeah. know there was punchline coming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, our <laughs> girls were totally different and they did not need it. They didn't need a spank. They honestly, like we had the thing called naughty carpet, uh-huh. put them over on the naughty carpet. They would throw a tantrum and you know, <laughs> they, it was great. It worked. And we got the naughty carpet from super nanny. We sure did. Do and you remember it worked. That show? It was awesome. Uh, Losaya, on the other hand, we tried, we tried the naughty carpet. He just would continue to scream. Finally, out of frustration, which is not one you should spank. Um, we spanked him and it literally snapped him out of his tantrum and he was instantly, I'm so sorry and great. And we're like, yeah. what? And it kind of showed us that when he gets in, when he would get into these like uh, fits that he couldn't get, snap himself out of like a little spank, um, mm-hmm. snapped him out and he would be, mommy, daddy, I'm so sorry. You know, he'd be just a different child. So, yeah. and honestly, like, I think it's, it's never out of anger and never out right. of like, um, and I know there's, there's so many anti spank spank people sure. out there. Of course, um, because a lot of people come from abusive families. So absolutely. that's a trigger for them. And I respect and honor that a hundred percent. But yeah. um, if you are able to do it in a way that has zero abuse connection to it, I, mm-hmm. I still think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do we, how, how do we raise our kids? Uh, 
hoping that they will continue on in our faith. Oh, good. So, one. Um, so this is so we're we're Christians. We believe in this crazy idea that uh, it sounds crazy to people that aren't Christians, but that a man um, was fully God and fully man and died and rose again, and his name was Jesus, and that when you believe in him, you will go to a place called heaven. That when I say every time I say that out loud, I'm like, wow, that's great. How do we convince our kids? Like to see that and to believe that and what's beautiful about it, I'll just start with me and then Heather, you can hop in, is it's not, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to like, like educate my kids into believing my faith. Uh, mm, for, for, me, for me, it's not about, about Sunday school or Bible study lessons or all these things. It is, I have found that my kids' faith has grown when they have seen my faith grow. And it, and like, like our, um, our children's pastor, not children's pastor, um, Maybe he is our children, like over children at our church. But Jim Wideman, Jim Wideman says, most things when you're parenting are caught, not <laughs> He's taught. He's very Southern. Yeah, yeah. Most, thing, most kid, things your kids are going to learn are caught, not taught. And I just really believe that. I believe that that they, they catch things that are falling off of us way more than they're taking notes with things that we're teaching them. And so for me, uh, I know that my kids have seen me grow in my relationship with Jesus personally with their own eyes and have been like, wow, dad was a hot mess and Jesus has kind of come in and, and, uh, and changed him. So this must, this must be something real. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's my thing more like from, like what Jim says, caught and taught. Heather, what about you? Yeah, I will quote another one of our children's pastors and that is Mal. Um, and she has a phrase of there's no junior Holy spirit. And we have learned that by bringing our kids along into our story, into our faith, part of our story, they have had encounters with um, God and Holy Spirit and Jesus that uh, have changed their life. It's revelation to yeah. them. It is a it, it is something that they will never. Um, it's not again, not teaching them these stories. It's actually right. bringing them to him and allowing him to speak to them, allowing him to comfort and heal and um, give them hope and bring them out of depression and to bring them into hope and life and yeah. to bring them out of, you know, all these these sad things that we carry throughout this world yeah. and also teaching them that there's an enemy and teaching them, you know, there is darkness in the world and how to overcome them and how, how to, um, you know, separate yourself from those dark places mm. is also equally as much as, um, you know, through by replacing that with, with God and Jesus, um, Holy spirit. So that is, it's more about, I think showing them like Carlos said, and then just also bringing them into the, the experience yes. and revelation. Cause that is what changes lives. And, and I'll take it one step farther, not to camp on this too long, but I, the, the bringing them into the experience parents, like, you know, this is why church is important to us. This is why this community is important to us because it has been at youth group, at children's camp, at right. all these places where there's other adults around my kids that have allowed them and ushered them into a place where they can experience right. presence. Right, 100%. You know, and so, yeah, you know, I think it's- um, I think we, we live in the South where the church- uh, religion or Christian religion is taught. It's, it's, it's just kind of 
almost like school here, yeah. right? Like everyone is knows it, um, mm-hmm. but not a lot of people actually have a thriving, alive, like relationship. Even I hate even that word relationship mm-hmm. is a Christianese type of word. Yeah. It, like that they are interacting with God and Holy Spirit, talking to Him daily. Like I don't find I find the I know the church answers. I know the church culture. Yeah. People much. I find those people more than I find the actual like, you know, mm-hmm. experiencing God's presence every day. Um, a little. It's a little more limited. So I think for us, it's really important to just bring our kids into what does God say? Yeah. Well, and and what do you, what do you think God says? I mean, this could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself. But I mean, going back to even like second graders and first graders, I mean. Listen, I love, I love, I, I do. I, I, need, I need you to hear me when I say this. If you go to a church that does the lights and the, and, and it has, I don't know, puppets and all, all the things and stories and videos, like, I think all that is very helpful uh, when it comes to our kids seeing um, and understanding who Jesus is. But if, if you're not in a place where your kids are being um, like, when where the 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 children's church or whatever it is is allowing them to experience the presence of God at at first at seven years old yeah at eight years old like it's not just a daycare so no, that you can go into church no and yeah they'll watch their, their no kids. make it's sure you're at a place that is teaching, teaching your kids pray, that they can pray they can pray for healing for other people yeah. they can pray for to to see little kids uh you know in when Lasai was in the kids ministry at our church praying for healing for other kids I'm like come on. Like that, yeah. it's just it's just powerful. Anyway, sorry guys. Uh, let, let's do one or two more, babe, and then I'll let you get to bed. Um, this one is a lot of people are asking about this, and guys, this I is like a hard to one. go to bed at eight o'clock, and it is seven fifty nine fifty nine p.m. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> I love this. I'm exhausted. Electronics, help me. Oh gosh, I am too. Yeah, it's 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 an electric world out there. We're just part of it. An electronic world. So. I don't have words. <laughs> wow. You can see where this is. With I'm Heather. exhausted of it too, because I really could be Amish and take away my phone and I'm good. Like yeah. I, yeah. And so there's Heather's answer. Um, <laughs> it, it is. I definitely have been the one that has put the limits and the, and the screen time and all the passwords and all the things. Yeah. It's a lot of work yeah. to keep your I'm kids. I'm so thankful that you do that. Yeah. And so it's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of work with 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 every device now. You don't. You know. It could be a Android phone or iPhone. Like there's. You know. Um, but I guess I would say this. Like your kids do not need to be staring at a screen all the time at home. Like yeah. like it. I mean, it's just that simple. And so. You know, it's, and it's harder the older they get, you know, and at some point, like my 17 year old, like she's about to be 18 in a month. Like at some point, this is going to be her decision and we've done all we can. And I, I do feel like my kids are, um, at least the two older ones <laughs> at this point, <laughs> like, like, like treasure face to face relationship with friends, but yeah. they, they use their devices as communication yeah. devices. And so they're Snapchatting all day long, but that's how they talk to each other. So it's a different world than me. It I had is. to like pull the phone with the cord all the way into my room to call my girlfriend, you know? But we'd spend hours on the phone with each other. Yeah. Like, so we were still disconnected to the world. Right. You know, we just weren't on a screen. Obviously, we all know, we all, every single person probably yeah. other than the Amish community out there 
need to put our phone down more than we yeah. are. So yeah, my advice, hold off on getting your kid mm. a phone until yes. the very last. If they have to have a phone, give them a flip phone. Yeah. Like, you know, until the very last, even if they're the weird ones at school. Like, it's just, just give them their childhood and yeah. it's not on a screen. You can't. <gasps> Those. No. What? I was going to. I was going to. What? No. What? Never mind. Come on. I'll cut it out. No, you don't need to have your kid on a screen when you're shopping. Mm. Like let, let your kid be bored at any kid. You, we need to learn to be bored. Yes. It's okay to like occupy ourselves. Yeah. 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 That's that's good. I'm going to leave that in there. No, I'm leaving that in there. Um, There's no shame in that, but maybe we can work on. Yeah. There actually is no shame in that because we didn't have iPads for our kids, but we sure had those leapsters. Remember those little leapster things? Um, so yeah, you know, it, it is, it's a moving target. You know, you it know is. what your kid needs. Um, yeah. you, you know what 100%. they, what they don't need. And so, you know, and, and just be wary cause it's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous world out there. So make sure that you're doing everything you can, um, to protect them. Babe. What was this podcast supposed to be on? Parenting questions. Oh, it was? Yeah. Just random parenting questions. Oh. What, wait, you don't feel like that's what we've been talking about? Yeah, I didn't know if we got sidetracked. Well, of course we got sidetracked. You told a story about hiking up to <laughs> oh, the top of Half Dome. Just for a second. Or Mount Whitney. It was Whitney. Yeah, I left it in there for you. Um, all right, friends, that is it. Babe, do you have anything, any final thoughts you'd like to say to the Human Hope uh, parenting listeners and those that have stuck around even though <laughs> uh, they don't have kids, but they enjoyed your story about hiking to the top of Mount Whitney? Um, yes. I think parenting is hard. We've had lots of hard moments and parenting looks different in different cultures. Parenting looks different in different parts of the States. Parenting looks different in even our own neighborhood with different family dynamics. Well, where we come from, our baggage that we bring in, I think learning to talk to people, uh, learning to talk to your kids, learning to explain to your kids, um, you know, like why, why, you know, uh, is just so important. And, Although you've heard it a thousand bazillion times. Thousand times. What's the phrase? The the years are the days, uh, days are, are long, long but the, the years, years are, are short. No. Wait. The days Yeah, the yeah. days are long. Yeah, but the years are short. We're really good. Obviously we have notes on the Oh yeah, yeah. We well, this thing is fully produced. Fully we got produced. all this. No, it's true. The days are long, the years are short. Yeah. I mean we have a uh, twenty 19-year-old yeah. and an 18-year-old. And I just She's can't believe. Don't say okay, that. Next, Don't speak those next lies. Over my I just can't believe that we're at this stage. I literally remember I my either. pregnancy test. So flies by. Do, are pregnancy tests still the same these days? I think you just you pee, pee on, on a stick. stick. Yeah. Isn't that there, weird that like there's so much like technology and that's just You still pee a on line. a stick. You still. So it's still one, one line or two lines. Is yeah. it one line you're pregnant and two you're not? Or two lines you're pregnant? I think so. Two lines. I just think a picture of a baby should show up if you're pregnant and no picture shows up at all if you're not. Tomato, tomato. Friends, thanks for hanging out with thanks us. Thanks for doing a parenting podcast. Uh, this is fun. We, we, we Did we this repeat before. ourselves? I feel like there's a couple stories that we repeated from the last time we talked. I mean, maybe. But the last time we talked, it was about traveling oh, in Alaska. Right. So. Well, maybe. That was our last time together? Yep, that was our last time together. Well, so that was a couple ago. I know you guys enjoy Heather. Um, follow her, Whit Farm on Instagram and she she does a lot of Q&As over there. You can ask her all the nice. things. Yeah, you can ask her. All I do have a homeschool stuff over there if you're interested. Okay, so. yeah. W-H-I-T-T-F-A-R-M 
at Wood Farm. Go uh, follow her so you can learn all the gardening farm things and parenting things. Good night. Um, and then, okay, Heather's leaving right now, and that is it. Guys, if you wouldn't mind, please follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a review. It's so important that you guys leave reviews because it gets the show in front of all the people from Heather and Carlos. I'm saying I'll see you next week on another episode of Human Over.